0: Welcome back to Two Peas on a Pod. I am one of your hosts, Austin Griffiths, with my brother-in-law, Zachary Cordell. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. Good to be back with you all on another episode.
0: It is great to be back. It's actually, I don't know what day this will be released, but it is Monday evening. What a beautiful day it's been. And uh, we're just going to jump right into the segment. We have a special guest today. Looking forward to this segment. And we have our pastor with us. ...who happens to be my father-in-law and also Zachary's father.
1: Yes, we have uh, Dad with us today. Dad has been the pastor here at the Vanceburg Holiness Church for 23 years. This uh, past August, May 23 years. And so we've been here most of my life. And uh, we're just glad to have him with us today. Dad, welcome to the podcast today.
2: Good to be with you.
0: Well, we've asked him to come on today and uh he's he's been in this he'll he'll say a little bit more later but he's been in this a long time pastored a long time preached a long time seen a lot of amazing things that god has done in his ministry and just in church in general and and everything so um hearing some of the stories i've heard over the last uh nine years or so i, I feared it would be a great segment to get his input on uh, what he's seen so we're going to ask him to share maybe a quick uh, testimony how he got saved where he's from um, for those of you that don't know him and then uh, he's going to talk uh, a lot about uh, miracles um, that he's seen God perform and so without further ado Pastor Curtis Cordell. Well,
2: it's good to be with you all today and we appreciate the opportunity to share these things and I've been saved almost 38 years got saved when I was 21 years old and uh in 1984 and uh, got married in 87 and called to preach in 1989 and uh, we've seen a lot of uh, miracles and seen the lord do many things got saved there in the flatwoods church flatwoods kentucky brother benny grizzle was the pastor he'd been there for a long time brother benny pastored about 33 years i think by the time he passed away, and uh, <clears throat> I've told people I got saved in the fire, and I'll never be happy in the smoke. And uh, I got saved uh, when they were still talking about so many miracles. and they're still having miracles at Flatwoods when they uh, have had sister Kathy Bailey just had her eyes healed, a great yeah. miracle. and uh, but we uh, come out of there. And uh, seen a lot of miracles here now at Vanceburg over the last several years. God's done a lot of healing miracles and different things. But uh, I was thinking there, my grandmother, of course, had, had a great testimony, dead of cancer practically. The Holy Ghost spoke and said, If you'll be anointed seven times, I'll heal you. And on the seventh time, she was completely healed, went home, taking care of 11 kids. And then Brother Benny. He had went to California to see his son when he was in the military and he was coming back home through Oklahoma and had a terrible, debilitating stroke and couldn't move. uh, I think it was his left arm and left leg and couldn't speak. And In his mind, he prayed and said, Lord, surely me being your servant, I won't go through life like this. And immediately God healed him and uh, gave him his arm back and his leg back and his speech back and Sister Hazel Bailey was healed of tuberculosis. They told her that uh, she had a hole in her lung the size of a 50 cent piece. So that's how that uh, I came into this, hearing these testimonies and seeing these things, and Brother Marshall Atkins, he's dead and gone now, but Brother Marshall had a, uh, several blockages, heart blockages, and uh, he was in Lexington, Kentucky, down at uh, St. Joe's Hospital, and he just got up and walked out he he just got tired of all the uh doctors and needles and and all the things they were doing he's he wanted to trust the lord and he just got up and he said lord either heal me or take me and he walked out and god healed him and uh, the old heart doctors and things back home he'd go in them hospitals praying for people and uh, they said who done your surgery and when did you have surgery and he'd get the witness to them Tell them doctors, he said, the Lord done the surgery, ain't had no surgery. And God healed him. And I used to work with Marshall, drywalling and painting and things. And those kind of things was greatly influential in my young Christian experience. We used to drive the church van there at Flatwoods. And Sister Betty Gotsey was an older saint. And uh, she was on the church van. That's how she got to church and back and we picked her up one day and she was telling us how that she was choking to death. And uh, all of a sudden, Sister uh, Clara Evans said her phone rang. And it was Sister Betty Gotzi and said, Sister Evans, pray for me, I'm choking to death. And uh, she saw her at church a few nights later and she said, well, I see you're doing all right. And Sister Betty said, what do you mean? And she said, well, you called me and asked me to pray for you that you was choking to death. And she said, well, I was sure choking to death, but I couldn't call nobody. I couldn't have called anyone if I wanted to. And it was the angel of the Lord. Now rang Sister Evan's phone, and uh, Betty Gottsy's voice said, pray for me. I'm choking to death. And God done the work. Uh, So those kind of things, they influenced me and showed me that God's a great healer. So after the Lord called us to preach, and we began to preach and evangelize there, for a little over a year and pastored down in pineville kentucky and had a had a great experience there and brother eddie king's down there now real good man good friend and uh, there's yes. going on with that work and uh, we're here in vanceburg for the last 23 plus years into our 24th year and uh, we've seen people healed sister sheila uh, eads was healed of a stroke laying in the hallway of the hospital and uh, just there her her mouth was all drawn over and had all this you know all the symptoms and they called us we went to prayer and the Holy Ghost began to move and God healed her when my wife went in they took her into a room and we was out in the waiting room and my wife came in and went in to see her and she asked us before she went in how is she and we said she's bad she looks bad And she came back out of that room. She said, well, she looks perfect. She looks fine. There ain't nothing wrong with her. God had already moved and healed her. Sister Brenda Evans was down in Maysville Hospital with the same thing, bad stroke, mouth drawn, slurred speech, and couldn't hardly use her hands and things, and one of them. And we got to praying, and again, the Holy Ghost got to moving. I'll tell you, that's what I've seen. As a common denominator is when the Holy Ghost falls. Amen. God can do the work. That's right. uh, Kaylee, uh, my my granddaughter, Austin's oldest child, having terrible, terrible stomach cramps, very, very sick and in excruciating pain, screaming just as a a little baby, maybe six or seven months old or something. Yeah, she just young. Yeah, we got to praying for her. And seemed like it was just the ceilings were brass for several minutes. And all of a sudden, I just said, Lord, now this is a promised child. The Lord told me he was going to give Kelly a child. And uh, I said, this is not your will. All of a sudden, the Holy Ghost fell again. And i tell you, when the Lord got through speaking, it was different. She was well. And uh, we've seen these kind of miracles over and over and over, Sister Ann Thompson was a lady. She passed away now, uh, just got, got elderly there. But uh, she had uh, been diagnosed with a huge tumor, and it had grown uh, so speedily. They told her, they said, now look, only cancer grows like this. They wanted the biopsy of this tumor that they had seen on x-rays. So my wife and I went to the hospital here in Portsmouth, Ohio, for them to do, an, uh, do a, a biopsy on this tumor. And a little foreign doctor in there, and he went in there and, and tried to do a biopsy. And Sister Ann's daughter and my wife and I were out in the waiting room. And the little foreign doctor come out there to, to give the update on how things had went. And he was so confused and he was stammering and he was saying, I don't know what happened. I don't know. He said, it was there. It was there in the x-ray. But he said, I got in there to try to biopsy. Nothing to biopsy. Nothing to biopsy. (laughs) Nothing to biopsy. We just sort of patted him on the shoulder. We said, that's all right, buddy. We know all about it. (laughs) Sister Ann, after she had called me and said, they say I've got cancer and they're going to have to do a biopsy. The very next service was a Sunday morning and she came up to get prayer and uh, we prayed for her, and the Lord fell, and she shouted and shouted. And when uh, the Lord lifted, she stood up and said, God healed me this morning. And I'll tell you, when we went up there to the hospital, they confirmed it. They said there ain't no tumor in there. It was there, but it's gone. Yeah. We, we can't get no biopsy. I'll tell you, there's a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven that heals. There's a God in heaven that does miracles. Right. We've seen miracles after a miracle. God's done great miracles here. Zach was sick when he was little and couldn't eat for days and was so puny and so pitiful. I was sitting in my study and he walked in there and I laid hands on him. All of a sudden the Holy Ghost just started interceding and the Holy Ghost began to move and he come back in there in just a minute or two. And he was a bouncing and he was a, uh, just fine. He's hungry, he hadn't been able to eat. And he said, Dad, can I have a taco? So we went and got him tacos at Taco Bell. And uh, I tell you, if we've seen these things, how God has worked and God has healed and God has moved. Amen. Uh, up, to, up to Flatwoods again, before I left there, uh, there's a woman up there named Kara Bailey. And when she was born, The doctors told her mother she cannot live. She was very premature, very premature. She weighed a pound, one pound and something. And uh, Brother Grizzle went up there, Brother Benny, and of course her mother was Maggie, Maggie Yates. And she was, uh, Kayara was a Yates then. And she said, uh, "Uh, my baby's going to die, Brother Benny. My baby's going to die. And Brother Grizzle said, that baby ain't going to die. And she was, of course, you know, carried away with the situation and all that. And she said, yeah, they said she's going to die. They said, the doctor said she's going to die. And Brother Benny just looked her in the eye and said, have I ever lied to you? About that time she knew, he said, I come with a word from the Lord. That baby's going to live. And uh, kayara has got like four or five children of her own right now and doing well, singing and and going to church and living for God. I'll tell you, God can do anything there's nothing too hard for god right there's another sister here in the church sister carla corns and uh, she was in a horrible car wreck when she was young just a teenager they was out running around and some car was going like 90 miles an hour and hit him head on and about killed her about broke every bone in her body and uh, but she survived the lord had his hand on her knew that she was going to get saved and serve him in years to come and she did and uh, she had uh, cellulitis though in her legs and it just gave her horrible horrible pain and she'd have to go to the hospital just ever so often and get intravenous uh, uh antibiotics and things and try to knock that and uh, One morning, one Sunday morning, she was in terrible pain again, and she is about ready to go to the emergency room, but she said, no, I'm going to go to church first. I'm going to the house of God before I go to the hospital. And the Lord called her out that morning, called her up there, and we prayed for her, and God healed her. She ain't been back to the hospital with that since, and that's probably been 15, 20 years ago now. That was a long time ago. We've seen these kind of miracles for years We've seen God move in situations. Sister Vanessa Lewis uh, had allergies that, that was about to kill her. If she got around uh, freshly cut grass, or if she got around certain types of food or drank any kind, anything with milk in it, it would about kill her. It would it would take her breath and she couldn't breathe. And we prayed one night there for her at the church. And God just rebuked that miraculously. Now she can eat what she wants, and she cuts her grass and just goes on. And she still got some breathing problems and things. But I say God rebuked those allergies yes. and done a great, mighty miracle there. And I don't know. There's more. There's, there's uh, little Ashley when she was just a little kid. Uh, she hadn't eaten for days. And all of a sudden... Uh, I think we preached on some healing that night, or something, and she come up for a prayer. And I didn't think much of it. We just prayed for her, just a little kid. And man, she said, Mommy, I'm well. And we'll go to McDonald's." And she went to McDonald's, and we went out to McDonald's that night. And there she was out there eating. And uh, just eating whatever she wanted. And she said, the Lord healed me. i tell you, sometimes you don't think these children might even be listening, but they know what's going on. Yes, they do. Amen. God has done many, many miracles. Well, I'm gonna give it back to these boys, but we appreciate this opportunity to share these things with you today. God bless you. Well,
1: Dad, you mentioned uh, the a common denominator whenever that happens is uh, the witness of the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. coming down. But also... Um, healing takes place because of prayer, and uh, you know a lot of times people stay sick because they fail to ask God about it, and uh, not. I know that's not the only reason, but that is uh, you know that's something that we're commanded to do. Just like Dad talked about, most of those stories that he told, somebody was praying for either that person or they was interceding for their self, or uh, Dad had prayed for several of those, and that's what James. Told us to do is, not he said, "Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick." And uh, God has given us the authority uh, to come to Him in prayer for our healing, and it, it's it's God's will to heal His children.
0: I had a while you was talking. I had a few <clears throat> um, incidents um, that I was just thinking of a few things. Um, um, but first, um, there was a few, few other healings that come to mind. And, uh, why don't you just, uh, expound on, uh, that, that evening that the, uh, Holy Ghost spoke when sister Ashlyn was praying and, uh, tell tell the audience about what happened there with little Isaac.
2: Yes. Um, of course the doctors had told Ashlyn Bloomfield, she had married brother Larry Bloomfield who had been raised here in the church and uh, Ashlyn been sickly through her life anyway and the doctor said you'll never have any children you can't have any children and uh, the sisters was around her praying for her and one night and the holy ghost spoke and and prophecy come forth and the lord told her that he was going to give her her heart's desire and then sure enough you know now they've got a, a very healthy baby boy he He's about a year old, and I was watching him last night or yesterday morning in the services. He was raising his hands and worshiping God and, and uh, acting like a little Pentecostal baby. <laughs> and I tell you, and uh, God's done many miracles that way. And uh, I think they said maybe somebody had already, one of these boys might have already mentioned about Joshua Staggs, but that was a great miracle that happened here. The two or three ultrasounds in a row, they told his mommy, the doctors and things told his mommy, this baby does not have a complete heart and he's not going to live. He's going to die. He's going to be stillborn. And when he's born, he'll die. And, uh, we got to praying over that. And again, we was praying one Sunday morning and the Holy Ghost began to speak and the Lord moved and, and, uh, I prophesied and the Lord said that uh, he had fixed it. and that, that baby was going to be all right. And, uh, so just a few months, that's when I first came. I first came and I said, well, this will make me or break me. And uh, <laughs> old Joshua was born and the nurse that delivered him didn't know about all the previous things that the complications and ultrasounds and x-rays and whatever. And that nurse looked at uh, his daddy and uh, said, you've got a healthy baby boy. She said, he's got an exceptionally smooth heartbeat. And uh, he's uh, 20, 21, or 22 now. He's got some children of his own. He attends the church here. Him and his wife. And he's a very healthy. Boy, he's like six foot four, and probably 275 pounds.
0: He's what you yeah. call extra healthy. Yeah, he's a big boy, <laughs> stout. When you was uh, when we was making the introduction there, and he was talking about um, you used to pastor in Pineville. Now you're at Vanceburg. and uh, I couldn't help but think that maybe you should tell that. Um story, how you got to Vansburg. it's is I've often uh, I've said a few times on this podcast, I'm an evangelist, so I travel um, around the country. And one thing, if you know if we get in conversation with other preachers and pastors, um I, I like church history, um how churches get started and things. and one thing I sometimes I ask pastors is, well, how'd you get here? How long have you been pastoring? you know how did you end up here? And that's uh, so interesting, all the different stories. And uh, you've got a great story, how God uh, put you right here at uh, uh, Vanceburg when he was in Pineville.
2: Yeah, we was pastoring down there in Pineville. And uh, one Sunday, we just got up like every other Sunday and went and uh, had Sunday school, worshiped and and taught Sunday school class and things. And afterward, we came home and uh, took a nap there and woke up. And as soon as I opened my eyes, the Holy Ghost said, resign. And uh, I told my wife, I said, I'm resigning tonight. And she thought I was kidding, I think, thought I was joking. But the Lord had spoke to me. I said, no, I'm, I'm serious. We're going to resign. The Lord said to resign. So I resigned that night. And uh, that's not something I'd usually do. I'd usually give some kind of notice, of course, and things. But, uh, you know, you have to obey the Lord. The When the Lord speaks, you got to obey the Lord. And the very next Sunday night, I was pastor here. And I've been here for... Going on twenty four years.
1: Yeah, I remember um, when we moved to Pondville, We was me and Kelly was real young then, and uh, we lived by Granny. And when we had to move, about was about four hours, I guess, about four hours away. And we cried when we moved, and then we cried that night when we left, and uh, because we was resigning, because we had made friends by that point, and uh, that's uh, sort of the life of preachers' kids sometimes, and even. Uh, Austin talking about being an evangelist. His little girl Kaylee, she'll make a friend for a week, and then uh, she'll have to leave them yeah. and make new friends all over again. But I I remember that uh, moving down there, we we just, we hated to move, and then we hated to leave. But we made some lifelong friends down there. And I was thinking about how small of a world it is, because all those years,
0: you know, you was in Pineville, you end up meeting some of my family, having no idea. Mm that your future son-in-law and brother-in-law, that was his family, and uh, it took many years to put it all together, even, and, uh, and, uh, but my great-grandma that lives in London, they had met her, and uh, heard things talked about her, and her sister actually went to that church there in Pineville that Brother Eddie's at now, Um, just passed away, actually, about a month or so ago, And, uh, and, and so it was just a small world how all that, all that comes together, and how me and my wife started dating, and and uh, talking, and then eventually got married, and how we, through the years, put two and two together, and was like, yeah. wow, she ended up. And so the when my when my great grandma passed away, I remember going to that uh, that funeral there, and my wife pretty much knew p- more people there than I did. <laughs> I said, this is my grandma's funeral, and she was just talking to everybody, but she had passed her. You know, they they was right there for. For all that time, and it, uh, it was just—I uh, just thought that was crazy how small yeah. of the world it is.
2: When, uh, when I was a young Christian, I had my eye begin to hurt, and uh, begin to pain and water my right eye, pain and water. And uh, Sister Clara Evans, the same woman whose phone rang when uh, Sister Betty was choking to death. She was a woman of faith and she'd just be sitting in the woman's choir at Flatwood sometimes and all of a sudden her hands would begin to leak oil. O- oil would fill her hands, her palms, and it'd drip off of them. That's it'd easy. be so much. And uh, all of a sudden she would begin to feel the pain of someone in that church. Somebody in there might have be having a, a bad heart or somebody might it, it could be any kind of disease or any kind of ailment, any illness at all. And she would describe this illness. She, she would have that same pain that they was having. I've seen her do it I don't know how many times. And she'd stand up and say, there's somebody here. And uh, your chest is hurting, your arm is hurting, your back is hurting. And uh, we was in a, a prayer meeting, and uh, I'd been having this eye pain for days, and all of a sudden, she said, there's somebody here. And your eye, she described it perfectly. Your eye's hurting, and it's watering, and blah, blah, blah. And the Holy Ghost moved on her, and she said, it's the optic nerve. <laughs> and when the Holy Ghost lifted, I, of course, we had prayer, and God healed me, healed my eye. And I'm going to feel the Holy Ghost right now. And uh, when the Holy Ghost lifted, this is Sister Evans, just a country, old country woman, great great woman of faith, she said, I didn't even know there was such a thing as an optic nerve.
1: (laughs) That is amazing. That is amazing. That is God is definitely a miracle worker. Well, Dad, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you for coming and sharing those stories. Um, Going back to your roots a little bit and then on into your ministry and how God has uh, been faithful throughout all the years. And so we're going to end this podcast right here today. But thanks for everyone for listening. And we're glad to come at you with another episode of Two Peas on a Pod.
0: Yes, thanks for everything you said. Very faith building. And hopefully somebody that's listening, if they are needing a healing in their body or know someone that is, it'll give them faith to know that they can pray and God can do it. And uh, and so this will be it for uh, this interview with Pastor Curtis Cordell.